Today, we are going to take a posture of peace by speaking life-giving words. Posture is a short, audible fist bump to remind you God is with you in everything. Together, we're going to be emboldened to take a daily posture of perfect peace. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joint and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. As children of God, people of his kingdom, our language is vital. It matters. The words we speak matter. The way we talk about things matters. Think about it. God takes his word very seriously. When he speaks, things happen. When he spoke, the world was created. Going back to creation, Genesis 3, what did the enemy go after in the garden? What did the deceiver try to attack? God's word. He planted this accusing question in the heart of man. Did God really say? Have you ever had that question try to rise up in your heart and mind? Did God really say? Did he really say he would provide for all of my needs? Did he really say he would be my healer? Did he really say I'm completely forgiven? Did he really mean what he said? Is he really who he says he is, good, loving, faithful? Can his word be trusted? Which is really asking, can he be trusted? Can I entrust myself to him? When you read the conversation between Eve and the deceiver in Genesis chapter 3, you'll see that the accusation makes way for a lie to be believed. The deceiver tells Eve, what God said is not true. He said, you won't die if you eat from this tree. Now, if you don't know how that story plays out, I encourage you, go and read Genesis 3 today and then keep reading and then keep reading and then keep reading. <laughs> what was God's response to this accusation against his word? How did God respond, not just to the accusation, but respond to Adam and Eve's response to the question, did God really say? In John chapter 1, it describes Jesus as God's word. It says in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word, speaking of Christ, and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And then when you skip down to verse 14 in John chapter one, it says this about the word. It said, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. What was God's response to the accusing question against his word? Did God really say? God sent his word, Jesus, in bodily form to live 
with us, to demonstrate the nature of God to us. Everything Jesus did revealed the heart of the Father towards us, reminding us of our worth, our purpose, and our glorious destiny in God. Jesus is the Word of God. And when you believe in the Word, Jesus, the Word comes and lives in you. And now, a greater Word than any accusation or lie spoken to you or over you lives in you. You carry a greater Word. And God takes His Word very seriously. This is good news. Isaiah 55, 11, he says that his word does not return to him empty. It accomplishes his purpose. This is such good news. When God speaks, things happen. The world was created. The world was changed. And when his children speak, things happen. 1 John 4, 17, as he is so are we in this world. When we speak, things happen. We can shift hearts and minds and atmospheres and cultures. Language is vital. What we say matters. How we talk about things matters. When we do not pay attention to the life of Jesus, the word in us, then we will default to a lesser word over our lives, be it negative thoughts or emotions, diagnosis, accusations, insecurity, offense, bitterness. If your language about yourself, about others, about the circumstances surrounding you is negative, it will win you over to practicing defeat. But when your language originates out of God's perspective, when his words become your words, you will walk in victory. Now, don't get legalistic about this, okay? (laughs) Remember, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Do not beat yourself up for the words you may or may not have said. This is about being invited into a greater awareness. It's about placing your attention on the right thing. This is not about perfect performance. It's about patient practice. Practice will make permanent. What you are saying about yourself and to yourself must be the truth. And if it hasn't been the truth, today's a great day to start. You carry a greater word agree with that greater word. Say what your father is saying about you and to you. Don't let your circumstances speak to you anymore. They are a lesser word. Don't let your symptoms speak for you. They are a lesser word. Don't let the mistakes, the regrets, the accusations speak about you. They are a lesser word. Today, refuse to speak or think or agree with any lesser word. Instead, let's do what Colossians 3.16 encourages us to do. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching you and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thanksgiving in your hearts to God. Today, 
Remember, you carry a greater word. Speak that word over you, over others, and over your circumstances, and expect the world around you to change.